<laughs> hey, Rena, <clears throat> who's your favorite high school musical character? <laughs> I think it has to be Ryan. Yeah. I think same. Ryan's a good, like, especially, also... like, high school two, right? Yeah. That's a solid one. I love Corbin Blue as well. I love them together. Oh, yeah. Um, like, we, we all musical. know that they do dance. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they do dance. God. Like, that is just, like, I think that's, like, true, like, queer awakening is realizing what that song means. You know yeah, that, yeah, yeah. um, this is a complete side story. I may have told you this before. Once um, our friend Kate and I did a drinking game in first year where we like did a high school musical drinking game and mm-hmm. we had to drink every time Ryan changed the hat, which is multiple times in one scene. <laughs> I... <laughs> we could barely walk. <laughs> See, I've heard this story before <laughs> and I am insanely jealous. <laughs> I remember the first time you told me we were in first grade. First grade. First grade. First we were four years year. old. We I came over like super hungover. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm just. I'm just. That's always been like a point of contempt to me that I wasn't there. <laughs> you weren't invited. I think we weren't properly yeah. friends yet. Yeah. It was like Could, early, early, a early friendship. Excuse. <laughs> Kate and I lived above each other. You lived in a different building. Well, again, not my fault. Rena, I think we had enough drunk nights to make up for this. Cool. <laughs> this is already good. This already feels like a really fun episode to edit. <laughs> Like, the energy is on. Every three minutes, it's just like, you can cut this out. This is why we usually have out. the hour beforehand, but I didn't want to like take the full hour in case like you know it gets super fucking late. It's already like half eight for you. Um Yeah. I don't oh yeah, anything. half eight the UK way. I've started to say half nine again. Oh, yeah. See, I'm still speaking English most of the time. Yeah. Well, good for you. I don't mean to brag, but I just like speak a lot of English. And I to say, don't be so fucking international, I guess. Don't be a I global citizen. A global head. Globe head. Globe um, <laughs> I think globe head is such like, there's some like choice, like internet slang, like, not internet slang, just slang in general words that need to be u- used as insults more. Globehead is one, not because I'm a flat yeah. earther, just because I think it's a really funny thing to say to someone. Yeah. Calling someone a globehead feels so like caught off guard. It feels like it's just yeah, it's a like, perfect wait, thing. Is that good or bad? Wait, <laughs> what did you call me? <laughs> and it sounds a little bit like big head, but like worse. But not, yeah. <laughs> Globehead. Other one, yeah, you fucking globehead. Like, imagine someone fucking up and you just being like, you globehead. That'd be so funny. Globehead. You goddamn globehead. I can't believe that you emailed your boss, like, a link to a Nicolas Cage Twitter account. That's so weird of you. That's um, so weird of you. <laughs> my other favorite, like, insult that should be used more is still um, proper tear from the dispossessed. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. 
That's just a good like anti-capitalist thing to say. That's every time anyone like, you know, makes a big deal out of buying anything, like in a braggy way being like, oh, I just got like a fucking BMW. I don't fucking know. They're That's just, what boys like, say. Goddamn property. No one's Such ever said that to me, by the way. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's uh when someone shops at H&M, you got him proper tear. And just like without no remorse because we yeah. like all do it a little bit but with a li- like with, with understanding. Remorse. We don't brag about H&M. No. We don't openly admit it. We're like we kn- we're trying to reduce fast fashion but also we earn minimum wage. You know, it's a balancing act. Just let me become a millionaire, please. Oh, yeah. I swear I'll use some of the money to help people. And keep some of it to myself. Immediately get no scope from behind by Marks. <laughs> Marks. Our friend Marks. Our friend Marks no scopes you for saying that you want to be a millionaire. Oh, right now, you can cut this out. Um. Hey guys, welcome to Swamp It Up. The podcast where we no scope other films <laughs> that are not Shrek, I guess. Is that how you use no scope? That's how you use no scope. <laughs> now, the podcast talking? where we compare every other film in the world to Shrek franchise. Our the accepted franchise. canon of Shrek cinematic universe, which are Shrek 1 and Shrek 2, open up for debate. Yes. But it needs to, someone needs to, like, open convince us to open yeah. the gates for the debate. Open the gates. Exactly. We're not there yet. We can be convinced. Um, I think I think that every um, every movie that gets under thirty five percent should get a no scope rating, like they're no scope now. We shoot them in no the back of the head. They're no scope by Shrek. Yeah, <laughs> we we yeah. They, they Shrek walks up to them. I feel like Shrek the has the attitude the to no scope. Yeah, Shrek de- definitely would like in cold blood no scope someone. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, I don't know I'm what Mari. no scoping is, but I use it everywhere. <laughs> I use it a little And I'm Rena. We're your host. Uh, How are you coming to the podcast? How are you coming into this podcast tonight, Rena? Well, a lot of reflecting. Because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know what it is like to own a bar. I've never worked a bar, but I'm exp- like, I, I think it's a tough job. Like, I think there's like a lot that goes on to like owning a bar. Mm-hmm. So, I think I'm the evil stepsister from Shrek 2. Ugly stepsister, right? Ugly stepsister. That's going to be a long episode. stepsister from Shrek 2, because I'm a busy bee. And I was thinking, who's a busy bee in Shrek? And I think she must be. Because she's I running a bar. It. She's running a bar for evil people. Like, she has a lot to do there. Um, I think I'm Evil people to... do nothing but go to bars. Exactly. They're always there. Go to any bar. They're all evil people. That's why we're at home. That's not going why anywhere. we never go outside. We never go outside, exactly. But also, like, you know, especially now. 
No, but that just has that has nothing to do with the pandemic. No. We're just not evil people, so that's we're just we not evil people, so we don't go bars. Exactly. Um, we're like hobbits who are the best people. That's the wrong. Take way. us to Isengard, please. Sorry. Take us to Isengard. That was a joke, you know. Yeah. The song. Yeah. <laughs> Take us to anyway. First. Yeah. How are you coming to the podcast? The energy is through the roof. <laughs> I feel like um, I'm I'm in the same place as you, but I'm um, Captain Hook. <clears throat> You're because a I crook, too... Captain Hook. <laughs> Why don't you read the book? <laughs> Where's that uh, from? Arrested Development? development? <laughs> 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 Maritime law. Oh my god, I need to like concentrate on like okay. what's happening in the now. Let's do the podcast now. Let's do the podcast now. It's podcast time. Let's do the time. podcast now. It's now podcast time. Okay, stupid. Anyway, I am Captain Hook. We're queer. Because, shut up. <laughs> I'm doing it now. Okay. <laughs> I'm Captain Hook. Because I too um, have, I just have the mood that I should be like near a piano. I need, like, I feel like I should kind of be the Phantom of the Opera. Like, you know in the back of a room somewhere playing the piano and the closest that we get in Shrek is Captain Hook, I think. Mm-hmm. Just because life is tiring. That's where I'm at this week. Life's tiring. God. I'm very tired. I want to sit yeah. in my fucking hole and just like... Just faster. give me two weeks off, please. Yes, exactly. Do it, universe. It should be pretty fucking easy right now. I would <laughs> Provide just Provide me with two weeks off, please. Two... And, like, this is a silly thing. I'm tired and I've made plans. Like, I, I make my own plans and then for tire myself out more. Like, it's a mm-hmm. vicious circle. That's why I also feel like I'm at a bar because I'm out doing things and when I don't want to be. Um, yeah. You know, it's one of those things where I just want... Well, I'm going to have it this weekend. I'm going to have a weekend of quiet. I'm very much looking mm-hmm. forward to my weekend of quiet. Me, my dog, the woods. That's, That's me. That's it. So, um, <clears throat> after that very chaotic, chaotic start, Rita, do you want to introduce the movie we're doing today? Absolutely. I was going to say absolutely, but that's what the big says in Sex and the City, and I fucking hate him. Really? So I'm not going to say it. Oh, wow. Um, we watched The Craft for this installment of Spooktober, no, Scared Shrekless, I don't know. Spooktober One of those things. Going with, right? Spooktober. Yeah, there's like a Shrek thing called Scared Shrekless. Oh, yeah. Like a, like that. short stories or something. <laughs> I haven't P- seen it. I'm not a true fan. For the Spooktober. Um, yeah. The Craft from 1996, directed by Andrew Fleming. And if you're wondering where the word craft comes from, it comes from the word witchcraft. Because there are witches in this one. Yes. There's witches in this one. We had clowns last week. We had beetles the week before. And now we have... The beetles. We had the beetles. John. <laughs> <laughs> we watched yesterday. No. Um, we had the we had beetles and we had young Alec Baldwin. Um, mm. So, yeah. Uh, what we're going to do in this podcast like we do every single week is that we review the story, character, setting, soundtrack, moral studio lore, and we 
give each one of them a score, comparing them to Shrek, and then adding them all together, dividing them by six, and then we get our final score, which shows how close the movie gets to being Shrek level. Shrek's an imagined universe. So you can see if you want to see this film or not based on how close it is to Shrek. Exactly. How much do you like Shrek? How much is this movie like Shrek? Movie tool. Exactly. We'll make an app one day. Yes. Hashtag we'll make an app app one day. Yeah, hashtag we'll make an app one day. Tweet that out. Um, get a, get the ball rolling. Um, do you want to give a rundown of what happens in this movie? Yes. So, we have a girl, Sarah, who goes to a new high school. And in the new high school, she sees girls who look spooky. And she oh, tries to do. befriend them. And first, the spooky girls are kind of like, mm, we don't know. But then they have this some weird predict prediction or something that makes them like kind of like they are looking f- this is not a sex thing they're looking for their fourth uh because <laughs> they have a coven a witch circle and they need a fourth witch to like do the magic so then they're like well maybe we can have this new girl join the coven and then they befriend her and then they start doing witchy stuff and they get powers relatively easy i have to say and they start doing Stuff that teenage girls would do, given magic. And the girl, Sarah, falls in love with a jock, but also the jock um, gets nasty, and she gets sad, and then she one of her magic tricks is to... They just, you know, <laughs> they, they just do magic on people and <laughs> with bad consequences. And then... They realize they start like improving their lives a little bit until it all goes to shit because they want more power, and then they just come crazy. And Sarah tries to be like, "Cool, cool, cool. Maybe don't kill people and like be nasty with the magic." And then the girls are like, "Well, how dare you tell us not to be nasty with the magic?" And they attack Sarah and make her life a living hell for a short while, until Sarah gets super juiced, like full on <laughs> magic. Magicked and Magic then beats them all. Yeah. Beats them all and somehow doesn't get go crazy like the other girls with the power. It's just like cool. Like you can have magic, but be chill about it. Yeah. And then yeah, the she... evilest evilest girl get goes to a mental hospital and the two other girls are just weirdly mean. Yeah. And they never talk to each other ever again. End yeah. of story. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. It's it's a wild, very goth time. It's so goth. The it's such time, a teen like, film from God. the 90s. It's so aggressively 90s. For, like, the girls who things. listen to Nirvana. Exactly. Like, if I were, like, 15 at that age, I would have been obsessed over it. Yeah, it kind of has the same energy, but 90s version that Lydia has in Beetlejuice, which is, like, yeah. had I access this product previously when i when it was like more age appropriate yeah i'd be like loving life i'd be down to to clown i I would have had more of a goth face if i'd seen both of these movies yeah because i feel like i already had an emo face because of like yeah watching fucking nightmare for christmas or something Um, emo is so like emo is a cop-out 
That's not true. Emo is essentially <laughs> the same as goth was. Like, I don't believe. It's just a different, it's just closer to us. And it feels more cheesy because of that. Oh, see, After actually, s- now I'm thinking, I've run into this problem before. In Finland, if you're a goth, you do the full thing. The white face, yeah. like the corsetry, the, the like, flat form, like, boot, combat boots, and, like, black hair and, like, crazy like witch capes and skirts and stuff i would have yeah i guess i guess goth is also more permanent because you have more older people that are still goth and you don't have anyone who's emo after the age of like 19 really yeah not proper and also emo barely exists anymore it's not it's not like it used to be it's not like you know 2008 nowadays scene kids don't exist either it's e-girls like e-girls and e-boys but even They're that, not, I think, they is outdated. Ha- they, they can't harness the emo energy. They don't have it. They don't get it. They don't have like, it. They, they don't have the eat factor. <laughs> yeah, but that's what, like, this scene doesn't exist anymore either. I think it's literally just e-girls and e-boys. But that, even that feels outdated now, because that was, like, last year TikTok. Yeah. We're, we're like, in our mid-twenties. We have no clue what goes on with the teenagers yeah. anymore. We are way we past are it now. violently uncool. Yeah. And so, whatever we're the saying, the ship has sailed. That ship has sailed. Um, I like to know what, like, that I think I know what's going on because I have two siblings that are still teenagers. Um, but I think that's even that, like, you know, I feel like I'm still like, hey, how? What are you kids up to? How are you doing? Yeah, they are just. Children? They're just entertaining you. They're just yeah, like, they're yeah, Mar, you're cool. And then yeah. you turn your back and yeah, like, oh, I'll sure laugh at the thing. TikTok you sent me, even though I don't think it's funny. You know that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, do we want to hop into the first category, that is story? Yes! Let's go! Choo-choo! Choo-choo! Into Storyville! Woo! (laughs) Welcome to Storyville! (laughs) Get off the train now! (laughs) You're here. Cool. I don't... Bye. I don't... know what today's energy exactly is. I say it's disillusionment. I think it's literally exhaustion. So it is truly just the pub in Shrek 2. Yeah. That's why we're we're, we're there. We're there. You know, we're surrounded by those fucking like the the trees from Lord of the Rings. Ents, there we go. And like Puss in Boots is in a corner, like hashing out his goddamn Murder plot. <laughs> just yeah, ju- just like thinking of all the people he's killed for money so far in his life. Why don't we get like, like a, a fun puss- energy? Yeah, a fun energy. I want like a Puss in Boots like character deep dive, where he like reflects on the horrors he's seen and caused. Again, there's I have I've never seen Puss in Boots the movie, but I feel like it could a- it has the potential to answer some questions, but I don't know if I like the answers. Well, it's more just like I doubt that they can do true like assassination in a children's movie. Um and that's Maybe it's what the they context. Hint at. Yeah. And that's what they hint at in Shrek 2, right? Like that yeah. he's a trained fucking assassin who is killed before and will kill again. And they just kind of like can't do that in like the Puss in I ha- I've seen the Puss in Boots movie and I don't remember it. Like I just I just remember that on rooftops at some point. That in, makes like, me think there's something fishy South going America. on in that film. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, 
After you watch it, you get no scope by some boots, so you forget the movie. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, um, the craft story. We're yes. here. Yeah. Um, I will start with a strong point. Yeah. Um, because we have magic in this one. Exactly. And like power and too. stuff. Yeah. Um, they want to use all of them except maybe for Sarah. Mm-hmm. protagonist they all want to gain power or use their like acquired powers to become something different to be yeah. seen differently because nancy wants to get out of her housing situation with her mom and gets like a fancy new home and mm-hmm. bonnie wants to improve her looks because she has this scar that she wants to get rid of and Rochelle, Rochelle just wants to like this one racist girl to fucking quit Shut it. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's quite interesting because Sarah is initially kind of ashamed of her powers and she doesn't like, and it, it upsets her. Um, and I think that kind of like taps into some Shrek 1 themes, like the shame of being yeah. who you truly are. Because uh, eventually Sarah also turns out to be the only one who's able to control these powers. And then that's like her true form is it actually helps um, in the end. It's I mean, the yeah. end, if it's good or bad, is up for debate. But she does end up solving yeah. the problem with her powers, right? And that's kind yeah. of similar to like, you know, Shrek accepting that he is, you know, not just someone to be favored, but also someone to be loved. Um, yeah. And like Fiona accepting her true form as like something that would, you know, in society is seen as a, as a scary monster person and in real life yeah. is actually her true form. And it's the same for, thing for Sarah, right? She's she's seen as like, she thinks she'll be seen as, you know, a weird person, a different person. And like she is because the, the magic established in this world is the kind of thing is like, it's very unusual, but it did end up solving the problem. So, you know, yeah. that's good yeah. for her. That's nice. That's, she has the magic in her and yeah. she uses it like the least badly maybe. That's what the film tries to say. We're not in the moral part yet. Let's let's Yeah, not we're not we're not we're not we're not in the moral part exactly. Mm. And there's so also, much mm, You go ahead. Yeah, in in the story, uh, my second point was like this this theme about appearance and looks. You know, the, yeah. the ogre is ugly. Like, you know, Bonnie's big, biggest insecurity is her um, her scars. Um, Laura and her hair was, was a big storyline um, when Rochelle was... Yeah, Laura is the uh, mean, mean girl. Yeah, Laura is the mean, and she like, the racist her girl. Beautiful blonde hair. Yeah, her hair ends up completely falling out. And then she is seen and as, like, the revenge because thing... she's... Yeah, 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 yeah. She loses now... her, like main quality of something yeah because they seem to love the hair um yeah and also like the girls get super jazzed when sarah does the like transfigure like the glamour spells of changing yeah. her hair and her eyes they get like super excited about like just they love the transformative aspect of the magic exactly and like which that's is a, very I think, much yeah which is shrek too Shrek 2 is entirely yeah. about transforming yourself into a desirable person, right? So uh, that's, that's, I think that's like a very similar theme. One feels, they're both quite dark, but Shrek 2 managed to play it off as quite a lighthearted thing in the end. 
Um, but this idea that there is an idealized version, but that actually we all, we kind of know in the, in when we're watching it as viewers that like, you know, That's well, maybe because we're in our we 20s. Need. Yeah. Like we know that like, you know, it doesn't really matter how you look as a teenager, but as a teenager, it's the most important thing in your life. And if you're in a fairy tale world where you're seen as a monster, it may also be the most important thing in your life, right? Yeah. So I think those are interesting themes to, like, bring up in both these films. Yeah. Also, friendship is big. Because yeah. Sarah moves into this new town and she starts going to a new school and she has, like, a little bit of trouble finding friends at first. And so when she finds this community of the three witches, she's very keen to make them her friends. And she's kind of... Mm, you can tell that she is kind of on a different level than the other girls because mm-hmm. the other girls are ready to like steal and they're more like the Sarah feels more like prim and proper in that sense that she's like yeah. she's trying to be the moral backbone. Can I just say something about that? Yeah. Can I just say something about the first like few scenes at school? Yeah. They're almost beat for beat the exact same as the first few scenes um, of Twilight at school. Like at oh the science my thing, God. it is <laughs> it really, really when, is. When she goes to they go to the science the place. Dad? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, it's, it's so similar. Like up until the like the 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 first like, like not more than the first twenty minutes, but like 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 she walks to the science place. She like is offended by these girls who don't want to sit with her. Very obviously, yeah. Like it's so cut to Edward being like <laughs> cut oh, to Edward. The smell, she smells. You know, it's very uh, that that was my first like thought. I was like, yeah. "Oh my god!" <laughs> um, but this is not a Twilight podcast yet. Yet, <laughs> like that. Wait for our podcast spinoff. Yeah. yeah, our podcast spinoff. Swamp, swamp it, Twilight. swamp it, Twilight. Swamp it, Twilight. Twilight it up. Forks it up. Forks it up. Mm-hmm. Forks it up. Um. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, yeah, the idea of like class and power is very important in this. Oh, movie. for sure, for sure, for sure, for the sure. Nancy the Nancy spell causes because uh, they so they each need like, to do a spell um, that will, will like they think will improve their lives. And Nancy's one is to like um, get rid of her stepdad, become like rich, successful, and yeah. that's the the idealized thing is this idea that like you know. She will be in this high-rise apartment, and then everything will be perfect. But yeah, everything will that be is not fine true at all. Yeah, like immediately, just when she gains money. Exactly, like money will same... solve her problems. Money will solve her problems, and status will solve her problems. And then similar in um, in 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 Trek Two, especially these themes of like, well, once you marry the right prince, this you know, Prince Charming, and yeah. actually Shrek One as well. That's you will everything will be okay. You'll that be will set. Be your purpose. Yeah. You'll get your like happily ever after. Exactly. Exactly. Without and actually thinking what goes into it, uh, like besides exactly the money. Exactly. Um, and my other point was both of them. It's a bit. This is a bit hinging on moral, but they both mm-hmm. have a "be careful what you wish for" theme, especially again Shrek Two, where like you yeah. have yeah. the transformation. Um, of Shrek turning into a human um, 
donkey turning into the fucking horse. Um, and in this is the same thing. Every wish they make ends up having a very negative consequence. And in Shrek, uh, it's kind of similar. He gets kind of what he wants. Fiona doesn't want it, first of all. Mm. And second of all, it makes him, you know, right for um, being under, you know, intercepted by Prince Charles. Yeah. Uh, and it's similar in this, like, you know, you get, you get the jock to fall in love with you, but then he, like, won't leave you alone. Um, yeah, be careful yeah. what you wish for. And, like, maybe instead of trying to outsource your problems, try to look within. Yeah. And maybe not always and not in everything, but there are parts of your problem that can be solved by you becoming more real with yourself. Yeah. Magic isn't going to solve shit. That's a common yeah. thread in both of these. <laughs> yeah. But some shit it will solve. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm quite happy with this. There's no journey, but like... Actually, there is a journey. They go to this magic place and take a bus there. And they say the line, We're the weirdos, mister. Which I've seen on Tumblr a gazillion times. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's no journey. There's no like... Um... Yeah. Yeah. There's no odd couple. There's no odd couple. It's missing. A, it's missing a lot of things. There's also not a lot of like whimsy. Yeah, yeah. The For like the theme. amount of magic they do, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, it's very much like this is just super goth. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to give it a score? Yes, I do, and I'm giving it sixty-two. I like that. I think I'm gonna give it a sixty-four. Sweet. And our next category is characters. Okay, I um, like. Sorry, go ahead. I'm I'm just not the strongest parallels between. I have to say, but you're able to parse together something. It's like, for example, yeah. I think the one of the more clear ones. Well, Nancy, I think is fairy godmother because she is very power hungry and becomes very corrupt towards the end. Yeah. And she just wants power for the sake of power and what it will do to her status-wise. And she yeah. wants to kind of, like, punish others and doesn't really care how she gets it as long as she gets it, like, the power. Yeah. Um, then, also kind of a leader of the group. Yeah. Uh, I think Bonnie is Fiona because of the scar thing. Like, she is very, he like, I or no, Bonnie and Rochelle are a combined Fiona. Because together they kind of, like, have the prejudice and the, like, looks department where they try to, like, they're not happy with the way they are. But they, they're mean in the end, so, like, not Fiona per se. Well, that's why I was saying Sarah was Fiona, because she's trying to hide who she is for a lot of the movie. For the beginning, at least. And then it ends up being her her strength, you know? She starts off hiding her magic her ogre self and then ends up that being what solves everything hmm yeah that's, that's kind of how i approached it that uh, that's that that does make sense because I, I i like also came to sarah's um donkey because she wants friends and she has like a moral compass and she's like trying to connect with others outside of their circle 
where the other girls are not. Their other girls are very, like, content with their, like, little group of people. But Sarah is more open, like, with Chris at the start. And, like, more open to, like, going to look at the sports games and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but I think that could be argued for Fiona as well, right? Because Fiona doesn't ever, like, say she doesn't want to do something. She's pretty open for new things, especially when you have her journey back. You know, she wants to go and she wants to go and meet Trash. She yeah, she she and she wants to do all the fun stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah actually. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Sarah is Shrek. But I struggle yeah. with Bonnie and Rochelle. Like I, I have no, to No, Sarah is Fiona. I don't know why. Sarah I said is Shrek. Fiona. But like Bonnie and Rochelle is so difficult because they don't get any redemption really. They don't get anything really. They don't even get an arc, really. Like, the only thing that we see change in them is their physical appearance and them becoming evil. But even the evilness yeah. is kind of like, are they actually evil or are they being, like, corrupt by Nancy? Yeah, and also, are they actually good at the end or do they have they just lost their powers? Yeah. Or no more oh, I think like- they're mean at the end. I think mm-hmm. they're bitchy at the end. Oh, I think they're bitchy at the end too, yeah. Which it, which um, I think is weird. I would have loved to... Like, there's something about the character arcs in this movie that left me a bit like, mm, I wish we'd had, like, more to any direction. I feel like, the, for me, it lacked the... Um, it's one of those things where, like, I understood... Like, I... This was written by men. And that's uh, obvious yeah, yeah. because I don't think they understood like female friendships very well. They yeah, only we understood have the, the montage. Yeah. At the like middle part where they're like becoming friends and doing witchy stuff and they're like happy and having a good time and they hang yeah. at each other's houses and they seem like very closely knit group at that point. Yeah. And then their fallout is so like surface level fallout and it's so easy. And it's just... Yeah, yeah, it is written by a man. That's that's what it all comes down to, honestly. Yeah, because I feel like at the end, the more intuitive thing for me would be for Bonnie and Rochelle to be like, wow, I can't believe what you've been through. Let's, like, you know, hang out and talk yeah. about this. That's, like, how, especially if you are that close-knit and have gone through so many things together, that seems more intuitive. And instead it's kind of gone for the entire, like, bitchy, like, oh, it's high school. and Like, yeah, people are bitchy in high school, but, like, you still have deep, meaningful female friendships. Yeah, and that's, I think, what this friends. film lacked at the end. Yeah. Um, but whatever. Who are we? <laughs> yeah. But in that way, it's none of the, like, core Shrek characters because we exactly. don't get that, like, built-up, exactly. like, nice relationship. Yeah, you don't have true, like, interesting dynamics because they're all kind of samey. Yeah. I think Laura, the popular mean girl, is, yeah. like... Just collectively the villagers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's a good one. Just, I like that just a lot. Encompasses them all. I think the jock has to be Prince Charming if I'm going to cast Sarah as Fiona. Yeah. Skeet Ulrich. Don't like it, though. No. <laughs> just didn't like him. Didn't like that arc. Oh, that um, was such, like, just... Ugh. Yeah, everything everything dies. about the like that arc was so bad yeah 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 i don't even want to go into it watch the me movie neither i don't, don't want to talk about, about it yeah like watch the movie if you don't know what we're talking about um i skipped a bunch because i was like nah <laughs> yeah um 
who else do we have? The way this film decides to punish the characters is weird Intense. at points as well. Yeah. yeah. Men! I also... <laughs> Men. I especially think that, like, like the um, Nancy being stuck in the psych ward, it felt like it came out of nowhere to me. Yeah, that was so weird. That was, like... Because she didn't... Like, I understand getting corrupt by power. Yeah. But it's so, like, instantaneous. And it's clearly, clearly, clearly tied to the power. Yeah. Like, that, the power is doing something to her. So, yeah. like, once the power leaves, I was expecting, like, maybe she'll be cool because she'll be like, oh, God, like, now it's out of my system. Bye. Yeah, exactly. This film had the potential for a happy ending that we didn't get. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Because, you know what? You know what? This is up your alley. I wonder why you haven't brought it up yet. It's maybe a bit setting-y. But the magic doesn't have clear rules yeah or like cost yeah well no it has cost in in kind of more a a moral sense right if the cost is that the the magic will have negative consequences you don't think of in the same way that you can wish for a genie wish that is kind of the cost it's kind of like be careful what you wish for and my entire moral that being said, I also do agree with the idea that actually performing magic has to have some kind of cost, has to come from somewhere. And that's never yeah. really explained, right? You kind of have that thing with the woman in the fucking shop and like this idea of like, here's a book and here's like stuff you can do, but it's very um, surface level. They seem to be able to do whatever they want. Because even in like, you know, if this is based off of like Wiccan things, that still has like a lot of, you know. Yeah reasoning and 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 like thought behind it and there's like a weird sense of like not like bit like not really build up because nancy wishes for her stepfather to die and to get like yeah. money and a nice house and she does it and i'm just like that seems like heavy magic yeah that seems like exactly big league magic world and you're just able to like do it right away yeah you're right you're very very right <sighs> do we have any more characters we want to add to the mix no okay I am going to give this a 28 oh there's no Shronky there's no Shrek uh, yeah 38 there's no 38 okay I'm, yeah because uh... I think Sarah was a good Fiona you, you see you made me okay fair enough 43 up my grade a little it's the other characters I'm missing the next thing is setting. Well, in Shrek we have stylized, easily recognizable fairy tale milieu, and yeah. in this one it's fucking American high school. Yeah, <laughs> which seems as real as fairy tales do. I don't. Yeah, understand but it's a little American it's a little high school bit. depictions. Yeah, it's a little bit turned on its head because it's like a Catholic high school, right? So they like um, they have uniforms, and that's different. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's that's the that's the British flair. The British flair, or the, the I guess Catholic flair. Um, but I think that's just to make like the overall aesthetic look more yeah specific. Because it's nineties, they love that kind of. They love it exactly. And it makes also easier to see which ones are the preppies and which one are the like. 
you know, the rebels by how they <laughs> the rebels, dress. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like it's very um it's very of its time, but also it's so dedicated to the setting, right? Yeah. Um all all the the witch paraphernalia, the the candles, the whole the 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 big dagger thing. That was yeah. the, I kept seeing on Tumblr like years ago. The entire like as above, so below, and I thought that was like the coolest shit in the world. I was like, "That's a great line." Where do they have yeah. that from? From everywhere. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to talk about the overall like mise en scène of like the 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 ritual at the sea, which was truly incredible. Yeah, and the fact yeah. that after it there were just sharks everywhere, like dead on land. sharks. Everywhere. Yeah, dead sharks anywhere, everywhere. I was like, that is an amazing touch. I love that. I also, I also felt really sad for the sharks. That was like, like there's the scene um, in that scene specifically. Nancy says that it's her tribute, like it's the it's Manon, the like energy yeah. god that they worship. It's his like tribute or like reward or whatever for Nancy. Yeah, for I was so. Confused. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, no, that's the cost. Yeah, that you actually, killed. Right. A shit ton of sharks, and sharks have done nothing bad for you specifically. No, exactly. So there's just dead sharks, which is very Most sad. Most sharks are great, exactly. Um, I think it's really funny. I don't actually know like the history behind like the deity, the Manon. Yeah. But like, it's a really like normal Dutch name. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's cool. like Almighty God. You call your like, God I John. Know... That's sweet. <laughs> Essentially, it's like calling your 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 like. I just know I know I know a couple of Manons. Like it's not yeah whatever it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I think that overall, like I agree, the f- magic is is here's my, my thing right with the magic in the setting. I think it's more there to carry the story than to actually build lore. It's there to yeah. make a point as opposed to actually invoke the feeling that we're in a specific world. Because we yeah, get so it, little actual mm. explanation. Yeah, it feels more like it's your average school movie, but with a fun twist. Yeah, because like, even like, I wish people were more aware of magic in that world. And yeah. if people are able to f- perform magic the way the girls are able to perform magic after such a s- short amount of time of, like, practicing it, mm-hmm. it should be noticeable. Yeah. It should be at a, least like, a, a lot more people would know about this. Exactly. Yeah. And then when the bo- when they're, like, um, boys at the school... Kind of like at the start when we get like exposition and stuff and they're like, oh, they are witches about the girls. I'm not thinking that he actually thinks they are witches. Yeah. I'm thinking it's more like accusatory, like just, just being mean. Yeah. Just being mean. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then it turns out there's a whole thing and we never get explained the whole thing. Mm hmm. Bit of a cop out. Exactly. Like, I understand you want to tell the story about, like, your actions have consequences. And I understand using magic as a tool. I just want a little bit more commitment to the witchcraft. Like, just yeah. a little bit. And apparently they did, like, a lot of research for this. Like, a lot of Wiccan research, specifically. They had an on... This is kind of Studio Lori, but who cares? They had an on-set advisor. Uh-huh. For... So that they would, re- they would respect Wiccan culture. 
And I'm also just thinking, like, that's an interesting thing that Hollywood decides to, like, make sure this. <laughs> yeah. This is where they use their, like, respect juice. This is where they use the respect juice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think it's, like... I don't think it's bad. I just no. Yeah, I don't think it's said, bad at I all. I it was just I was just thinking like it's to the extent that you it's used in this film. I yeah. feel like it doesn't seem like you would need an advisor. No, exactly. That's what I'm gonna. And also too. just the fact that this is the respect hill you will die on. This is the respect hill Wiccans. <laughs> um. Yeah. Do you have any other more, any other setting points? No, I feel like it's Shrek. If, like, if 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 you compare it to Shrek, I feel like, but it would be like it's Shrek-ish because you have recognizable trademarks of witchcraft and American high school politics. Yeah, but not to the extent you want. It's kind of hollow landmarks. Exactly. It could have had, but yeah, Shrek. If something Shrek commits to the bit. Yeah. This didn't commit to the bit. It committed partially. Partially, yeah, but not like, not like. But not, yeah, but not as much as we wanted it to. Um, the score. Forty-eight. Yes, I agree. You're here with me. I'm here with you. Yay! Forty-eight sounds good. I didn't have a number in my head, and I think I'm not thinking full fifty, but also no, like you're not quite recognition, given, respect. Yeah. Eh. You're almost next there. category is the making soundtrack. The, sorry, they're making a new craft. I can try again then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> soundtrack. Listen Fucking... to this episode and then do it, Blumhouse. Exactly. Um, solid. Solid fucking Sol- soundtrack. Really <laughs> fun. Like, the use of that kind of grungy teen girl music. Like, I felt like I was 15 whenever oh, any of the songs played. It alleviated everything to, like, the next level of, like, being 15, 16 years old. It was incredible. And, like, that was it was a well fun done. soundtrack. It was very yeah, it, well done. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I perfectly would... complements the film and like brings so much more to it. Exactly. If I was alive then, I was alive, but I was a baby. If I had been a full fledged fifteen year old then, I would have gotten the cassette tape. I can't like also the fact that oh cassette. I know cassette. it was really a cassette. <laughs> I love I it. Like I would have rolled it so many times that I know. Spring snapped. Yeah, exactly. God, I'm just imagining my, like, you know, 1996 teen bedroom that I never had because I was, again, one years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm just imagining that in my cassette player, you know, on my bedside table. You're in your flat skirt and, like, knee-high socks. In my knee-high socks, exactly. My, like, black eyeliner under and above my eye. Yeah. I did that when I was 15, like, even in, like, this timeline. <laughs> I did it briefly when I was 13, and then I was like, wait, this makes me look like I have no eyes. And I stopped. Yeah, I have Character tiny growth. eyes. Well, that's the thing, right? My mom, who, like, you know, my mom, who I did not listen to when I was 15, 
Mm-hmm. Like, she would tell me, like, I just had black, like, on my eyelids, not blended out above. Literally on my eyelids and under. And I have, like, I have okay eyes, but when I smile, my eyes go away. Like, my eyes are non-existent. Yeah. So it's essentially just black smudges. And my mom was like, you have to blend it out. And I was like, no, mom, you just don't get it. You don't we didn't get have... it. We didn't have YouTube makeup tutorials. I remember when I discovered them when I was, like, during Magapia. Yeah. I yeah. was maybe, I was 18. It was year before uni. So I think I was 18, 19. And that's when I discovered makeup to, like, to the extent I had not cared before. I'd use, like, mascara and, like, concealer. And that was it. Yeah. And then I was I like, used... oh my god, there's a whole world of makeup tutorials on YouTube. And I started, like, buying makeup. Yeah, I think I was, like, a little younger. I was, like, 16. Well, I mean, that's similar because of our age difference. Um, mm. And I remember, I just vividly remember that, like, it wasn't even... Like, I knew YouTube tutorials existed and I watched a couple of those and I learned a little bit about that. But also, for some reason, I had, like, um, a tw- like a Twitter, a minor Twitter presence... And we would yeah. keep exchanging makeup ideas, and that's how I learned to do eyeliner. Oh. From girls on Twitter. See, I got into K-pop, <laughs> and then I was like, makeup seems fun. Yeah. <laughs> the boys have it? I want to have it too. I want to have a makeup. God, um, also, like, your mom about the blending and everything. I have one thing that I, like, thank my mom every time I see her, and that's <laughs> that she didn't allow me to dye my hair black when I was deep in my emos um because my god that would have been a rough look especially for me at that age because my hair was nothing but grease (laughs) see my mom helped me bleach my hair like my mom was like you know just like i was able to get it bleached i was able to color it any other way i even had like a face where i had like black underneath but my mom Always. I tried it. 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 And I was like, you will not color your hair black, miss. I never had, yeah, I never had the, um, I never had the ambition to, but I dyed my hair like a lot darker than it was. Like I, I'm naturally, Mm -hmm. well, I used to be proper like blonde when I was a teen and I dyed a dark, dark brown, like not quite black because I didn't like the look of that. But like, I went pretty close to that. My mom didn't really have a problem with that. And it wasn't until like I was... 21 22 that i yeah. stopped dyeing my hair <laughs> i had darkish brown as well it was just black yeah that was off the fucking yeah. list that's and fair I though was it's a, a harsh I was, color i was a nice polite girl and i was like i will do as my mom tells me to and i will i shall not call my hair black my mom knew that if she um she says this to me to the today she's like if i tell you to not do something you'll do it anyway which isn't, like, a conscious thing. It's just more like if I'm telling you I'm going to, like... I've, if I'm asking you for advice, I've probably already made the decision. <laughs> yeah, that's that's me too. I'm like, if I'm telling you this, yeah. I've already done the work yeah. to, like, like get 90% there. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. When I was... I remember when I was getting my, my nose pierced. Um, that was, like, the last time that my mom was like, it doesn't matter if I... What I tell you to do, you're going to do it. And then I had already done it at that point. I was like, okay, well, let's video chat. Oh. <laughs> um, anyway, what, bleh, soundtrack. Soundtrack. Any other points? <laughs> no, it's just beautiful and perfect for this movie. Perfect utilization of yes, very music for music. this movie. To be fair, I don't know any of the songs, so I don't know how much they're relevant to the actual yeah. um, scenes. 
but the vibe was there. The vibe, but vibes are there. And even just like the um, pla- the lists of the songs, like Witch's song, and like the horror, and yeah, you know, I have the touch. That's all very. Witchy. It's almost also utilized because I was thinking like there's not really that kind of like Shrek type of like irony or like look at this weird song that shouldn't be here. Yeah. And look at them, like, having a dance party karaoke at the end. No. But that's because it, like, that's because it fits Shrek. Shrek is that. Shrek is not what you expect it to be. And the music complements it by not being what you expect to hear in a fairy tale movie. And it's that kind of, like, the music is used in that way because that's the kind of film Shrek is. So maybe the, like, music is used the way it is in this movie because that's the way craft is. Exactly. You know? There is okay. One point in its in its disfavor is there's no diegetic sound. No no so no diegetic singing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. There is no dance party. There is no karaoke. There's there's there a, is no there's a party. Far, far aisle. There is there's there is a there's team party. There's a party. But not them singing, you know. Mm. But like it doesn't like it would be weird in this film in a way that it's not weird in Shrek. It belongs in Shrek. The true, and the craft is not trying to be still, a twisteroo film. I know, but it still feels like part of like the 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 Shrek point of the soundtrack. Yeah, you know. And to be honest, teen girls listen to music a lot, so I don't buy it that there's no yeah. diegetic music. Exactly. Um, grades. Grades. Seventy-four. Okay. <laughs> Seventy. Seven. Sweet. Why do I say sweet mm, all the time? Because you're friends with me and I use it literally all the time. <laughs> Every single message that anyone sends me at work gets the instant reply of sweet! Exclamation point. Smiley face. That's my work sona. I say seasty, which means neat. Just neat! That's... <laughs> neat! I feel like that's similar. Yeah, I always say sure thing or cool, cool or sh- uh, sweet. <laughs> That's it. That's my entire comic book. Um, moral. Moral. We have a lot of tangents today. My main moral is, as I've said like five times already, I think, is be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Which, again, absolute I think. Power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts. Which I think, be careful what you wish for is a Shrek 2 moral. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm hmm. Um, maybe also kind of like don't use your powers if you have them so selfishly yeah yeah use them to help rather than to keep which again I think is also Shrek uh, Fairy Godmother definitely uses her powers for herself and not to help yeah she creates a business out of it which is the worst way of using any any talent you have and we know what happens to her she dies she dies like all capitalists should yeah <laughs> let's bring in the guillotine for this Where's one boys i want to be i want everyone to be no scope by marx <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh i'm gonna i'm gonna get yelled at for saying that um <laughs> If I keep it in a podcast. If you keep it in a podcast. Uh, 
Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I really think that the film like focuses a lot on its moral, you know, on the yeah. idea that your actions will have uh, consequences and you need to think about that before doing it. When yeah, Rena. will these freaking freaks learn <laughs> that your actions have consequences? <laughs> that's that's the craft the movie. Craft the movie. That's it. You don't even have to watch the movie. Just watch that fucking video of the, yeah. the fella screaming about Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog, I think. Um, who knows? It's all of knows? us screaming at everything all the time. <laughs> it's, it's just a 2020 mood. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I say it's a twenty. No, I say it's a twenty-first century mood. It's a twenty-first century mood. You're right. I was screaming that way before this year. Yeah. <laughs> that seems to be the main gist. Mm-hmm. Then we just that? got more problems. Yeah. Because no one learned. Yeah. That their actions have consequences. That their actions have consequences. So that's the craft. That's it. That's it. Beautiful. Want to score? Uh, yeah. I keep I keep wanting to say absolutely, and then I get like <laughs> hate shivers because I hate big. Can they say fuck on Sex in the City? Mari, it's it's a sexy HBO show. Oh, it's an HBO show. I did not know it was HBO. It's sexy I've never HBO. watched it. Yeah. God, I watched all of it. <laughs> oh! Okay, it, it has its. I have to say, it has its points, but I fucking hate Big and Carrie. They can die. <laughs> I know nothing. Every single time you say Mr. Big, I'm imagining a a peanuts parent without a head. <laughs> I'm who the actor even is about John Preston I do not Carrie's know who this man is on again off again man friend because he cannot be called boyfriend he's a man friend <laughs> he's a Wall I know Street nothing piece about of this. shit I literally I, I, I literally like don't have a face it's just Peanuts parent the biggest argument that I've had at work what if I google him was about is it was me and two other people who and we like i think i've never been that close to crying because of an argument and i was so upset because they (laughs) were very into mr big and i was alone defending aiden who is heaps better than mr big and i just remember like it went on the whole day and I felt personally attacked. And also that made me, if you're listening, um, you know who you are. And <laughs> it made me re- re-evaluate our friendship. Uh, I'm now looking at Mr. Big for the first time and I, I'm like really like just unsatisfied. I'm just unsatisfied. That's it. Google Aiden too. Google Sex in the City Aiden. Aiden. I'll do that. Hold on. God, this podcast is really getting away from us today. Who gives a shit? It's ours. We can <laughs> yeah, do whatever true. we want. We're not getting paid. He looks like a wet mop. <laughs> but I would rather trust the wet mop than whatever yeah. the fuck Mr. Big is. Oh, yeah. I don't like Mr. Big. I don't like this the guy wet either, but mop fair enough. It's a carpenter, Mari. He okay, builds wooden enough. furniture. And the other and guy looks like... what does Mr. Big do? Wall Street shit. He's also, a, yeah. wet mop has a dog as like yeah. a big character point 
Okay, cool. Yeah, Mr. Big looks like an actual brick in a brick wall. Um, which he metaphorically is if he's a Wall Street guy. Um, I don't know why I hate him so much, but I do. I don't... I'm really just... I'm... I'm not invested <laughs> enough in Sex and the City. I watched it during, like, fucking one summer because I was bored. <laughs> We've all watched stuff. Oh, my God. I... This is, again, a side note, but I finished Emily in Paris. It's incredible. Do people watch it? I watched all of it in, like, two days. <laughs> it's like a soap opera. It's... I wish it was. I wish it, it never ended. Well, it's only oh. ten episodes. It's the first season. It's ten episodes. It's What is garbage. it about? I have nothing. It's garbage. It's incredible. It's... <laughs> it's literally, like... It's a girl who moves to Paris to work in marketing, and she's the fucking worst. She's the worst. Everyone in the show is the worst, but she is the worst. I thought this was a hoax show. Like it's... I didn't think this show was real because it seemed so out of place when I saw the advertisement so on Netflix. Weird. I don't know where they filmed it, but it's not fucking Paris. It's like goddamn like Toronto, Disneyland. It's literally like Disneyland. It's insane. Every man looks like a clone. It's fucking wild. It's such an entertaining ride. It's so entertaining. There's a scene with a fashion designer. I need to talk about this. This is my favorite scene in in any TV show I've ever seen. And I'm not exaggerating. (laughs) Um, He's just like lost the plot in life. And he's a really flamboyant man. He's lying on his bed and he's canceled his, his fashion week show. And he's lying there with 20 creme brulees. And, like, Lily Collins comes in. Lily Collins, who's, who plays Emily in Paris. And she comes in and she's the like, we got The titular Emily? The titular Emily. Uh, she comes in and she's like, we gotta get this show back on the road. We gotta go. We gotta go, like, fucking show the dresses to the people. And he's like, no, I don't want to. Um, do you want a creme brulee? And she's like, oh, no, thanks. And he's like, oh, it's not for eating. It's just for cracking the top of what fucking Emily bullshit is that? I have a list of best quotes from the show. How have, not, have I not told you about this? This is, is literally this your, my week. The magicians. This is my magicians. Here's some. Here's some quotes. French prefer French endings, which is what tragic. He dies or loses a limb, or she prefers to be a lesbian, which happens. That's a real quote. Another okay. quote is Paris is just like in Ratatouille. Jeez. <laughs> Wait, say again? You Paris Paris is just like in Ratatouille. That's okay, an actual okay, line. cool. <laughs> ha- I've never been to Paris, so I assume. Yes. I, oh, the only you place I went to in Paris, Paris was Disneyland. Yeah, so I, was I do think we it's went to Paris together this year, which is insane. Um, the creme brulee thing, I've already told you about the creme brulee thing. And another like character in the show just straight up calls a French person Ratatouille. <laughs> was this maybe written by an American it's well here's the thing right they have a whole bunch of jokes about Europeans and they're fucking good they're good jokes about Europeans and I'm not gonna like be silenced over it so maybe not an American <laughs> I think it's someone I think it's an American who lives in Europe like I wouldn't be surprised if that's it or they they have the same thing that they had in the craft. They're like onset advisor for Wiccan culture. They had an onset advisor for European snides. That is my dream job. Unironically, yeah. my dream job. I was made for that. 
Like, I don't really believe in making fun of, like, um, people. But here's the thing. Europe, I think, has, a, like, a free pass. And I think it I'm has really a free, good at yeah, it. We're allowed to make jokes. <laughs> yes. And I think I'm really good at making jokes about Europe. And also, like, Europeans only get to make jokes about Europeans. You know, it's a club. Well, okay. The, no, okay. Well, Americans made jokes about the Europeans. But they also made jokes about the Americans in this show. And I think that was also valid. Mm-hmm. Or actually, like, yeah, no, it's not that Americans can't make jokes about Europeans, but usually, and I'm not talking about Emily in Paris because I haven't seen it, but mm-hmm. when Americans make joke about Europeans, they're not good jokes. No, that's true. So the only good European jokes come from Europeans. This is true, exactly. Um. Anyway, this is not this is non non spawn, you know. <laughs> Lily Collins is not going to no scope me if I don't talk about this thing in this <laughs> podcast. I can't believe this is a surprise to me that you watched it. I can't believe I haven't told you. It took over my life for a brief 48 hours. <laughs> That's wild. Where Was it this weekend? Um, yeah, partially. I think it kind of ended on... Because I think I watched the last episode on Sunday with my roommate. I'm, I'm yeah. actually flabbergasted that something this major has happened in your life and I wasn't aware. I'm shocked I haven't told you. I'm literally shocked because it's literally... Yeah. I have I have a list on my phone. Have to say, it's no fucking cancer puppy that the magicians had. <laughs> but it's oh, it's close there. Yeah, I mean, it's it, this is the first season. We'll see what the second season brings. Mm. Anyway, anyway, where were we? <laughs> we were going to give the grade to Marl. For God, um, um, I don't. I I forgot all the points we had for moral for because uh, of that tangent. Don't forget. Don't forget. What no, no, don't for. remind me. Don't remind me. This is an organic experience. I'm <laughs> giving it sixty nine. <sighs> I'm gonna give you it a. Can peel that from my quilted hands. Uh, I'll give it a fifty nine. I don't know why either. Whatever. It's. 8.45 on a Tuesday night. Nothing matters. It's quarter to ten. I want to go to sleep. I'm sorry. We have, one more, we have one more category. 64 was the moral score. Now we're going to studio lore. That all rhymed. Um, it was an unexpected I've said success. Everything. Okay, yeah. It's a cult classic, which I yeah. think Shrek is too. Yeah, oh, I fucking... <laughs> Yeah, it is a cult classic. It has reached cult cult status. Um, Blumhouse is describing a sequel. Yes, it's getting a sequel or a remake. Um, it's it's been quoted as part of the '90s teen canon. I think Shrek is part of the '2000s canon, animation canon, and life canon. canon, and life canon. If you're us, out of a lot of other people too. Yeah, um, I had the I I just had the onset Wicked Advisor in here, but I already said it like maybe hundred times. So <laughs> do with that what you will. Um. Yeah, I mean that was those were my 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 three points there. Um, it's gonna be so fucking wild to edit this episode. <laughs> I want the listener to know that if this episode makes no sense, it is because A, I've kept in all the tangents and you're on this <laughs> ride with us, or B, I've cut off all the tangents. With, I don't know if it's a good or bad thing, so I guess we'll see when I fucking edit this. We cannot keep on track. 
I think it's so funny because I feel like last week we were only talking about the movie and not about Shrek. And this week we're talking about Shrek and everything else but the movie. I also want to add just that I thought it was interesting that Angelina Jolie was um, considered for the for the role and she was like cast away. Um, cast away. Goes to show, you know, that like Hollywood is brutal. You know, Hollywood, it doesn't have our best interests in mind. It doesn't have our best interests. But the actresses were really good. Like, it's not like... Yeah, they did. I actually like that they were kind of like... I don't know. Like, I know Sarah from Mentalist. But... Oh, yeah! But they were kind of like small actors, you know? Like, not like big names. I forgot about the Mentalist until this moment. such a big fan of mentalist until i realized that they had never actually thought out what the fucking red smiley face thing was about <laughs> and they never like i when they finally gave you the answer i'd already like given up on the show being like fuck it's never gonna be as cute as i made it up to be so bye uh i remember just like I, the mentalist grudge around- that i hold in my heart yeah, I'm not going to talk about the mentalist. I'm going to go on a tangent, so I'll save it for after recording. Um, yeah, studio lore. I don't have a whole lot to say. Um, Me neither. The research. It was an unexpected success. It's they had cult actors. Classic. It's not it's, animated. It's not animated. It's called classic. It's part of the canon of the '90s. That's it. It was a script written by someone that got made into a movie. They had they had <laughs> casting. Sure hope so. They had <laughs> they had craft services. Shrek probably had craft services, even though it was animated. Maybe it was more like a Google. Um, they had a premiere. They had posters. They had marketing. About? It's studio, more like what are you stuff that they share? <laughs> yeah, no. You I'm know? asking like, what do you mean? They might not have had craft services. They may have had Google. <laughs> No, like, you know, like, I don't know if they had, like, proper, like, movies set, because it was animated. Yeah. So I don't know if, if it just was, like, had, like actual, like, Hollywood craft services, or if it was yeah. more, like, I'm imagining what a Google catering hall is, which is just, like, chill. Yeah. 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 But not craft services. Yeah, they just have food at the office. Yeah. At the studios. At diner. Whatever. A diner. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Let us know in the comments below. Um... <laughs> What is this episode? I'm losing my mind. Do you want to give a score? <laughs> yeah. For the craft services <laughs> that they had and Shrek didn't. Uh, 30. 34. I don't know why. <laughs> Sorry. Neither do I. <laughs> um... I'm going to tally up this pot pile of nonsense. And you're going to tell Please us do. what we're doing next week because um, I'm it's not going to. Yeah, I'm not going to tell anyone. It's going to be a surprise because I yeah. can't be ours to go to Instagram right now to find out which one it is. Um, but it will rest assured the, uh, the movie we watch next week is has been an audience suggestion. It'll be an audience suggestion. Um, It'll be, shush, 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 shush. Suggestion. It'll be our Spooktober finale. And I hope it's we... a fucking good suggestion. <laughs> We're leaving it up to randomizer, aren't we? 
Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it'll be, we'll be definitely be watching a movie next week. That's all I know. That's the Swamp It Up guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> we watch one movie a week and that's the only thing we can guarantee you. Yeah. <laughs> Will we record the episode about it? Who's we to don't say, know. but we will watch it. You should the know like all the, the, the movies we've watched and we have done an episode for. There's been so mm-hmm. many. I'm kidding. Um, the final score is a 54 and a half. Okay, you know, you know it's what? It's not bad. Does, see, I feel like chaotic energy, sure. Did I think all the categories as much as I should have? No. <laughs> but is the score perfect? Yes. yes. Was we were we divinely guided? Seems so. By Benon herself. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean it's it's it got two points three points lower than Beetlejuice, so it's in the Spooktober um vibe. Well not not the Joker, but like, you know, it's it's a it's an honorable score to have in the Swamp It Up universe. Yeah. Um anyway, uh if y- you heard it you heard us hinting at it, but if you don't know about it yet, we have a Instagram, Pod- which is... No, podcast. You're listening to <laughs> If you haven't heard about it, we have a podcast. Um, we Swamp have... It Up. Swamp It Up. We have Swamp It Up podcast on Instagram, um, in which we do fun polls. Sometimes you get to suggest movies, and we might do the movie on the real life podcast. Cool graphics. Um, cool graphics, fun times. Also, Info, if, you... if Info. shit goes down and we don't watch a movie. Yeah. If we just straight up stop, you'll find out. There. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and what else? We have an in. <laughs> it, you know what? At this point, just fucking do the podcast shit. Like, listen to an episode of Bim Bam and, like, listen to what they have to say at the end of the episode and do that but for us, okay? We're done here. <laughs> the iTunes, the Spotify, and that's it. That Goodbye. You it's know over. how this works. Yeah. We don't have to tell you. Bye. Plug us. Bye.